So I want to talk to you today about some questions to ask for those that are inquiring about coming into a joint venture with you to have exposure to your audience or more likely if you're starting out questions that you need to ask somebody who's perhaps offering you to um, do a joint venture with them. Now one of the main reasons for a joint venture partnership is to increase reach. So that means if your list and reach is small, you're seeking a partner with a proven reach. So you can bring something else to the party, but JVs just won't work unless there is a strong marketing partner in place on one side. So if you're looking at somebody's list, here are some questions to use to just check out the details because all may not be what it seems. You don't have to ask them all, you can just ask one or two, but they're things to be aware of. So how many you unique visitors do you get visiting your website each month? Now, somebody who's spent a lot of time growing their reach will know these answers. So you could ask them to prove it or you could ask them to, to provide you with some evidence. You might not want to do that, but you could do. A Google Analytics would give you those answers. Resistance is really what I'm looking for here. So if there's a resistance to give you this information, the likelihood is that things are not quite what they appear so you need to take it down to another level while still remaining friendly and and polite and excited about it so you need to ask yourself why they're being resistant so a joint venture will take up your time and whilst you might not be earning money in the early parts of your business time's still precious so it's a good habit to get into so just find out really what the basic information um, that they're prepared to give you, because that's going to set the tone for the basics of your relationship with them. If they're unwilling to give you information, just to be transparent and honest, that's going to play out in other bigger things as the joint venture goes on. So if you're getting those sort of signals right at the beginning, you're pretty sure that you're, you, you're getting into uh, some difficulty or you could do. So just save yourself some time is what I'm saying here. So you need to also ask how often do you write to your list, get a sample of their last couple of communications, what they say and how they say it will inform you to what you need to give them if the relationship moves forward. So you could also ask what's your list click through rate, so the number of people who, who, people who click on a, rate, a, a link in an email communication. Now that will be quite small, it's never a huge percentage, it might be as low as 2 or 3 or 4%, even lower than that sometimes. But again, you're listening here to are they prepared to give it, do they know it, are they actually on top of their own list while they're offering it to you. Um, and if the number isn't known, um, click throughs really are where you're going to get your bookings from, you're going to get interest if they're not going to click through or they don't really know about click through rates, the likelihood is that all isn't quite what it seems um, in terms of their list. And I'm not talking about, oh, well, I don't know that personally, but I can get the information for you. It's just, oh, we don't bother with that type of answers that you need to be wary of. If the list owner isn't measuring their own data, they really are unlikely to be doing much for your business. So if they give you a number, um, get a click, a, a, a screenshot of it, um, of their last click-throughs on the last communication with a click-through link and just see how that would pan out in yours. Um, also, how many unsubscribes they get with each mail out. Uh, that might be expressed as a, a percentage or it might be expressed as an actual number and you also need to compare that with how many new people are signing up so it's important it shows the interest level and promotion of people um, of promotion to people who are actually signing up to their list so that would in involve activity on their part behind the scenes 
um, and their skill in matching the content of what they're giving their list with what you're likely to give. So high end subscribes means that the information is not what was expected. So it's of little or no interest. And that's vital information for you. You do not want a massive um, unsubscribe um, base. It's much better to go with somebody with a smaller list where they're, they're, they stay with them for years um, or months at least. Otherwise, you're just going to just be another piece of information that they ignore. So if they're not, if those audience, if that audience, even though it might be large, is being refreshed all the time, it would indicate that they're not listening to the list owner. So if they're not listening to the list owner, what's going to make them listen to you coming through that same channel? So that might be another way that you measure whether it's worth your time. So what system do you use to send out the emails? So this matters because some are better than others in giving you information and you need data here. And how many bookings do you ever get from an email list? And what's your biggest number and the smallest number? And how frequently do you promote within your list? Because that's important to you if you're looking at some sort of promotional information. And what information do you intend to send me about the list mail out, i.e. what data and what time scale? What do they need from you to do this? And I'm not talking about list name sharing and emails, which are going to run into all sorts of problems. I'm really not tackling that at all. I'm talking about the, the data, the transactional data that's going to show you how many it was sent to possibly geolocation that it was sent to, how many of them actually opened the email and how many of them clicked on your link. Those That sort of information is really the basics. And if they're not able to record it or they're not willing or able to give it to you, you really do need to consider whether this is a waste of time or not. So there you go, just under six minutes to do a very quick uh, bird's eye assessment of whether list um, borrowing or list promotion with somebody else is going to give you um, what you expected and some questions that you can ask whilst you're negotiating.